0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast, the bonus podcast, the, the vodcast, if you will, if you're listening to the audio. You know, you can find us on YouTube and watch our ugly faces as we talk. That is uh, Barrett Antar Goodwin, musician in Philadelphia. Hello, my friend.
1: Hey, how are you, sir?
0: I am well. I am Nathan Timmel, comedian in Iowa. Barrett and I have been friends for longer than Methuselah was alive, and uh, we talked to one another, and record it because we have egos that are out of control and we think people should listen to us absolutely i don't know um before we get going tonight i uh, not last week's conversation but jumping over that got a comment on how to break out of the small town mindset mm-hmm. that we can explore in the future mm-hmm. it was that it just wasn't small towns not uh, conservative politically but just conservative in general where anything different was deemed bad and mm-hmm. the that was said, I was like, yeah, that's right. You know, if, if if you didn't like what was popular or the home football team, if you were the kid with the long hair or liked theater or what, if you were different in any way, that yeah. was bad. So that'd be something interesting. And then I also thought of, well, what about the reverse? What about conservative people in big cities? How do they feel with that different sort of peer pressure? Um, mm-hmm. Something to think about for the future. But tonight... Uh, a friend of mine we have a guest let's bring him in we have michael young here hello michael the reason we have michael here is um antar and i barrett my friend we have had an atheist friend of mine on a couple times and we we talk about religion and his being an atheist and barrett and i have both expressed I won't speak for Barrett, but I think I'm not going to get this wrong. Sort of not a desire, but just sort of an interest. Like, you know, it'd be nice to be a believer, to be able to just have that out there for you. Where, where if there's a problem, you can just take a step back and go, okay, I, I don't like what I'm going through, but uh, I, I believe in this power, this force uh, that that watches over me or the world. Or that. It would be nice to have that, but neither of us do. And... You do. You are a Christian. Yeah. Okay, and so I thought it'd be nice to have you come on and talk about yeah. your faith and how you uh, developed that faith and became the person you are, and how you maintain and continue that faith in a world that all you have to do is walk outside and say, "Are you really sure there's a grand scheme to all of this, and it's not just chaos?" Yeah. It so. Barrett, did I speak for you correctly or is there anything you want to change before we get going?
1: no that's pretty much it I will say in advance I just pulled my shoulder somehow doing somehow, somehow. N- nothing exactly I, so I just went and you know put my sweater on and somehow you put again, a shirt on and you're
0: old and that's what happens to-
1: if you if you see me like wincing when you're talking it's not because it's something you said <laughs> it's because Mm, my body's falling apart. Anyway, it's exciting. It's nice to meet you, Mike. Nice to Thank meet you. you. I
0: yeah, like that hard you hard hard said hard. that because that would be a great thing. Like Michael goes, okay, let me tell you how I found Jesus. And Barrett goes, oh. <laughs> right,
1: exactly. I'd say, let me fix that for you. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, God.
0: So go ahead. How did yeah. you find faith? Was it something you were raised in? Did you discover it later in life? Um, how do you maintain just, just,
2: yeah. Yes. And yes. If we needed, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Nathan, for the opportunity to be on with you tonight. I, um, unapologetically am a person of faith. My faith is certainly complex and and I, I don't know that I can really be boxed into a particular, uh, hole. Um, if you will, I, I, was raised as a Methodist here in Iowa. Um,
0: what is a Methodist? That's one thing we've talked about in okay. the past. Yeah, I I don't understand the difference between Christian, Catholic, Presbyterian, Methodist. Uh, did I already say Baptist? I I don't yeah. understand anything under the umbrella of religion. Okay. So if you want to start there, please.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'll also start by saying that I was. I've always been intrigued by questions of meaning of life, existence, um, supernatural questions, if you will. And so when I got to be of college age, I didn't want to study economics. I didn't want to study history. And so I studied philosophy and religion, and I got my degree in philosophy and religion. So for four years at Rollins College in Florida, I got to talk with surprisingly intelligent people who had lots of disparate views about the world and about the existence and, and meaning of life and things of that nature. So I, I, when I say I was a Methodist, a meth- Methodism is obviously just a it's it's not obvious. It's a denomination of Christianity. So, um, I would guess pretty pretty much a vanilla strain, strain if you will, of Christianity. Uh, my family went to church more times than we didn't. We celebrated holidays uh, together. Uh, I was confirmed, I think, at maybe 14 years of age, but. After that, my high school years and my college years, I, I, for all intents and purposes, um, rejected Christianity, probably just because it was a popular thing to do. But I had garnered enough um, information about the Christian faith that it was something that stayed with me. And so I'll give you the sort of abridged version from zero to 60, and and then maybe we'll go back and talk about some other things. But I would say I while I was learning about Hinduism and Buddhism and Judaism and atheism and, and pretty much all of the world's religions over four years and studying philosophers and, and, you know, atheists, many atheists and agnostic philosophers as well. I definitely started to shape my views about, again, why are we here? How did we get here? And what, what things do you do to have a meaningful life? And that's really where faith comes into play for me is how do we derive meaning and how do we create meaning on an ongoing basis and so as i moved into my later 20s i felt uh if you will it's a cosmic sort of supernatural compelling back to christ probably because it was the how i was trained up but i i not only knew that i wanted god a higher power in my life but that i had always been recognizing something outside of myself so there was an internal in towards God. And somewhere in my late 20s, I suppose I was 26 or 27 years old, I said, I, I am a Christian. And then I started really to deeply um, look into the matters of faith and I would challenge other Christians to talk with me about the Bible and the things that I thought weren't terribly consistent for New, New Testament and Old Testament and how you know there could be so, questions of evil. Um, things of that nature and I've always been fascinated in those questions and in all candor I lived in the south and I met um, I met some really wonderful people who I felt embodied what Jesus means to me Um, and I also felt people who uh, bludgeoned others with their faith to keep people out and to segregate further from other people and and so I was disenchanted from from that and and so ultimately I guess that's sort of the genesis of my faith journey um, from there. I've just been taking in all the bits and pieces that I could along the way. But to clarify, I, I, I see Jesus Christ as an authentic historical figure um, from where I sit. We all, we all know he'd lived. He was a real person. His, his crucifixion is a matter of historical fact. So when I, so one of the things that you guys might find interesting is when I talk to people who are Christians, christian to me catholic uh, methodist baptist lutheran any of these christian offshoots orthodox if you believe that jesus christ was actually resurrected then you're a christian and if you don't then you have some other type of religion or none at all
0: um I'd like to go back a little bit because one thing I found interesting that you said in there is the study of religions and philosophies and Buddhism and Taoism. When you were on that path and then you said you rejected Christianity for a while, um, you you, you said this was the the fast version. Let's dig into it a little more. What made Christianity stand out for you as opposed to heading down a Buddhist path or... um, any other path that you know that I, that I can't think of you know Islamic uh, You could have yeah. uh, converted to Judaism. I just named the big three, but you know, there there are many many religions What uh, how did you not end up a Scientologist? What, what was it just the the childhood thing where you said you know what this was my childhood and it's coming back full circle or were there And language is imperfect here So I don't mean what I'm about to say and I don't want to put this bu- this burden on you were there Air quotes, flaws in the other religions that you found them to be not true. And again, that might be pushing too far, but what are your thoughts given that?
2: Uh, Thank you for that, for the question and the opportunity to clarify and and dig a little deeper. I, I would say I was fascinated with the world's other religions, first and foremost. And also, um, i think one of the things that's missing in the world today and one of the reasons i was excited to be on your podcast is podcast is people are so mean to each other about this you know like that's one of the things that i struggle with so much is at its genesis any search for god is a search for more meaning and everybody's not going to look at it alike and so i spent very little time rejecting any elements and and in fact and This is something I want to touch on. I'm sure we'll get into it later, but um, to me, truth isn't the most important thing in the pursuit of your faith. It's equally as much effect. When I see how faith can positively encourage or affect or comfort someone's life, that's validation enough for me. So I had more information about Christianity because I grew up in that faith and so I, was, I probably tended to steer a little bit into that lane. Um, but I got very comfortable with Buddhism and, and Hinduism. And, and, the, and, and candidly, Islam is one of the ones that I'm most frustrated with in the world today because you know, we've seen the actions of a few um, dictate a whole national ide- ideology about how we're gonna treat a huge group of people and the truth is that.
0: Let, let me uh, yeah. jump in. When you say frustrated by Islam, do you mean the religion, or the what? What you said right after it was, do you mean you're frustrated with the perception of Islam? Because that's I'm, what it sounds like you were saying.
2: Precisely. I'm okay. incredibly frustrated that that a small because not
0: many people that, watch this, but you know the right one does, and suddenly it's jihad for you because like, how dare he?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that and the, and this is the thing. I I also tend to believe that. I think if you lock two people in a room for a week and they didn't have anybody else to talk to no matter where they came from maybe this is overly simplistic but i tend to think most of the time they'd be friends when they got done because that's what life is about it's about finding commonality and to me when i see someone who practices any faith religiously uh i I have tremendous respect for that because it's a pursuit of, of betterment Uh, It's a pursuit of truth. It's a pursuit of kindness. It's a pursuit of your essential self. However, you think that, you know, none of us have an unlimited amount of time. So we've got to make some, we've got to be selective. Um, For me, though, so I looked at all these other religions, and I discounted none of them. In fact, I practiced some of them. I've done tons of meditation and study, and I love Eastern religion, and I still meditate several times a week. you know when I see uh, a Muslim friend um, celebrate their faith I celebrate with them and um, because I, I I don't I think there's one God you know and I even think in, the, in when you talk about the big three even the folks go ahead
0: I was gonna say isn't that the prop not the proper isn't that the, the biggest misconception between the th- big three is you find people that don't understand that basically the God of the Quran the God of the Torah and the God of the Bible, yes are the same god it's same it's, god christians yeah. get confused and i i'm putting the onus on christians uh, but they get confused when they hear allah and they say no they worship the, uh, the wrong god it's so it's the it's god and it's like it's the same god it's the same fucking god the christian god yeah. is the islam it's just and in fact jesus is like a main character in the quran they say jesus fucking tits up but just not the messiah That's and the, he's a jew yeah, that's the, the, the yeah he's a Jew. Well, it's it's the separation is they don't yeah. Christians say okay I, I could be wrong here but and again being overly simplistic, Jesus came down and said, uh, hey don't follow me emulate me and Christians went holy shit emulate uh, he said don't worship me emulate me and Christians said holy shit worship him whereas Muslims said yeah emulate him but don't worship him is that sort of close?
2: I think you're right on. And it's, I'm so, I'm so pleased with the nature of your questioning because uh, so often I think everyone's in a hurry to get to the end, you know, to find out where we depart and, and, and what, what takes us apart from one another. And I don't think it's about that at all. In fact, we are any of the, of us who are pursuing God to me, uh, I, not God is such a nebulous term. And, I, I, you know, and that, th- these are some of the funny things. Christians, you're right, though, have really been the ones who have said, oh, it has to be exactly like this. And your point about emulation of Christ, like that's what I try to do in my day to day life is be like Christ. If I think about things and I use a Christ, a Christ filter, what I'm, what I, you know, the bracelet, you know, what would Jesus do? Jesus would feed poor people. Jesus would make sure that everyone had insurance. Jesus wouldn't own a handgun. i you, uh, you know, you try I try to be
1: like
0: Christ, yet you don't have hair or a beard. I know. I tried. The, the,
2: I, had a, I had a little bit of a beard and the hair was all getting
0: gone. too serious. I had to throw something in for a moment just, just yeah. because well, I am by nature an asshole.
1: Well, let me ask you, let me ask you, Mike. So, yeah. two things one, why? how would you one do you think that Christianity could be one of the things that really pulls this country back together if so how would you talk how would you present it to young people in a way that would make sense to them and they could latch on to it and how would you deal with the the flip side of it who are the people who call themselves Christians but wouldn't feed the poor people, think that Jesus came comes with an AK 47. Yeah. And you know, like right. what would you do in that way?
0: And let me let me just uh jump on that and say it's not that they wouldn't feed the poor people, it's that they actively don't. It's, right. it's, exactly.
1: it's made, right. we, yeah. we read about it
0: all the time. And I Part of the issue is we don't want to turn anything into a monolith and say everything is this way. But we hear a lot these days about uh, evangelicals who seem to throw all the teachings of Jesus under the bus so that they can worship a figurehead. And we don't have to go too political here, but I think everybody,
2: you know, I
0: didn't really hide that one too well. And I'm not trying to, but I don't want to go down a
2: too deep. I don't mind saying I, I have been a lifelong Republican. That'll be interesting. And, and I will just tell you, I didn't vote for this guy either time. Right. Um, and and well, I don't care. Feel...
0: Questions first, because I, I yeah. before I want we to answer your Our question. Offering.
2: So I think that, for, yes, I definitely think that Christianity could, Jesus could play a very positive role. In the cohesion of America, a new cohesion of America, and one of the reasons I have optimism about that is it all depends on how we tell the story, you know. And the mythology of Christ is pro- that's why I said uh, a while back that the truth and the effect can be equally important. Sometimes the effect can be more important, even if we only saw Jesus as a mythological feature uh, creature, which he wasn't. Um, there's still tremendous value in acting like Christ. And one of the things I'm encouraged by is I have eight children. And so uh, they're 25, 21, 21, 20, 19, 17, 15, and seven.
1: And now, wait, right. I thought you said you were Methodist. You're, I, you're something Catholic.
2: Well, that's yeah. what, you missed that part. I actually did convert to Catholicism. A way. Okay. Uh, yeah. Problem
0: question it. Can you name them all?
2: Yes, but I won't. Yes, I know I can yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it's like Bobby Bobby Mickey Mikey, Tommy Polly. Yeah, from uh, Good Will Uh but yeah, my yeah. my point is um uh, I think that definitely Jesus can be a, a, an influence in bringing people back together again. And and it is it is in the same line of thinking. The politics of America and the religious politics of America over the past several years go back to what I was saying before about bludgeoning another group of people and blindly dismissing the obvious things that someone who's a Christian should believe and practice. That's what that's one of my major sources of frustration as well. Um, You know, the idea even I laugh all the time. The idea of a blonde haired, blue eyed Jesus is ridiculous. Jesus was a brown man with brown eyes and olive skin, and we have people running around in America who have absolutely no sense whatsoever of who but Jesus was. Go ahead. He,
0: at least he did have a six pack, didn't he? Like we usually see, where he's ripped. Might, <laughs> yeah, at least at the end, blonde. At least, yeah. at,
2: at least at the end he did.
0: Well, then his ribs were showing because he was emaciated after three days, but
2: could yeah. be that. But I think could that be. I think if people would if we would start to have discussions. What I was my a lot of my optimism comes from from two things. One is it comes from um, the way that things have changed, and I don't think that they're nearly far enough along yet. But for gay people in America, I look at how young people again. I, I mention all my children because I talk with them about these things a lot—the college and the high school age kids—and I know I had two fraternity brothers who came out as gay after college, and. Um, their, their time in 1988 to 1992 was miserable for them. They had to live a life that wasn't authentic for them at all because they were fearful. They're, at least it's getting a lot better, and it's getting a lot better because I think there's a lot of kids that are more tolerant, that want to hear a message of kindness and of hope. And, and I think the things that Jesus stands for very specifically are those things. You know, we get into the weeds about what things you have to do to go to heaven, and it's ridiculous um, to me, to me as a, pra- I, I believe in some sort of afterlife, but I have no mechanism of, of understanding exactly what that's going to look like. But that to me isn't even the reason to be a Christian. The reason to be a Christian is to say, hmm, this is a person in all of history that I could say if I wanted to be like, I, I would really try to be like that. And I think that can resonate with any good person.
1: Now are your Are your children religious? No. Okay.
2: probably because of my hodgepodge if i if i have a failure as a father that's which are many that's probably the the biggest one is i don't really we have these conversations we have deep philosophical mm-hmm. conversations particularly the older ones but even the little one um we talk we talk about jesus but I, I actually again i i think that the way organized religion has depicted jesus and the way that we've used him as a battering ram for specific causes again Conservative causes um, that those things don't sit well with me, so I I don't think um, we don't go to church. I mean, honestly, we go to church a couple times a year, but I pray every day.
0: Well, let me. I want to jump on what you just said. What do you mean by you said failing as their father that they are not religious that you gave them free will, so to speak, uh, and they chose not to? Would you would call that a failing, or were you meaning that in a different sense? Like, obviously you love your kids and you don't disown them. Like, Oh, I failed. You're not religious. You're all going to hell. Um, It it doesn't seem like you have anything against that. Like they have, they live their own lives and you raise them to be good people. Um, So I I take it that was either tongue in in cheek or did I miss a meaning?
2: No, I, I maybe, I, maybe I wasn't clear, um, which happens from time to time. I, I would say more that I don't, I think, because of my background educationally and, and the time I've spent pursuing spirituality and faith and, um, and questions that are important to me, existential questions, I, th- I believe I could have done a better job, and I will try to do a better job going forward of fleshing out where they stand on all these things. Um, I have no desire for them to adopt my exact brand of christianity or really anything like it they could all say they're not christians and because again at the end of the day i do believe in god but i i think we're all pursuing the same outcome and and i don't think anybody's prohibited from getting to that outcome
1: where do you weigh in on the bible because i I, because i guess the question is like I mean I've heard many different interpretations of different sections of it. Yeah. but if you believe that I mean, are your children baptized? Yes, Okay. And so I guess I guess the question is, do you believe that hold on, I think Siri is somehow listening to us. Um, <laughs> do you think that along
0: with the NSA, yes.
1: Right, exactly. You know, I believe he said something to the effect of the only way to the Father is through me. Mm -hmm. And if your children don't accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, what do you think happens to them when they die?
2: Yeah. I would ask a—okay, that's a great question. I think that the same thing happens to all of us when we die. I think that— Secondly, I think that when Christ says that the way to the Father is through me, I'm not I'm not interpreting that in the most literal mm. sense at all. Okay. I'm suggesting sure. I'm suggesting that Christ, I'm even open possibi- to the possibility that that Jesus Christ literally rose in his physical mm. body. Maybe he's just the only person that ever figured out how to do it. It's a good party trick, you know. I'm I'm open to that. It doesn't really matter that much to me. But I'd like to see somebody else do it sometime. Uh, but it doesn't matter to me uh, whether that actually happened. I, I don't believe in hell. I to be candid with you, I believe in a in a higher. I mean, some of the things that are fascinating to me is I've read a lot of Einstein's thoughts on religion, and mm-hmm. he considered himself a religious person but in a very specific way you know he he said he said there are three reasons why people pursue faith at all and the the first one are social and moral concerns and there it's it's the environment that we're in our families and our friends and our peers push us to be part of this community so we seek faith because of that the second one is fear it's obviously i don't want to go to hell and i want to have some meaning in my life so I may be driven to faith by fear and the third is is where I really the camp that i come down in which i always feel good anytime i think remotely like einstein um is is uh the cosmic perception of religion and and we all feel these things if we're being honest like i i listen nathan to the thing even though you're sarcastic all the time <laughs> i listen to the things that you say and the kindness that you have and the thoughtfulness and Barrett, I'm delighted to be able to spend a little time. I can see it in your smile. Like We all recognize when things happen in our lives that just shouldn't have happened. I mean, I, I, at least I think that. I, I've met dozens of people that I, I walk away thinking that's just not coincidence. And I believe in the continuity of energy. And I believe that we exchange energy even right now with people all the time. And that's God to me and and it exists in nature and it's um the first mover you know so yes i i don't believe that all of this came of nothing i don't have a mind big enough to understand what the creator is or what the first mover is or why jesus was particularly important to whomever uh whatever energetic source created our universe but i do know that that living matter doesn't die. That's a scientific fact that we've all agreed upon. Uh, So there really is no death either. There's no death for anyone.
0: Do you, I I was thinking, there might be a fourth uh, reason Mm. for religion. Would you consider inertia a reason? Well, my grandparents and my parents, I mean, it just sort of gets passed down and people, for whatever reason, and... This is inappropriate phrasing, I apologize. They just don't break free of it. Mm. You said you broke free and then returned. Mm. My mother, I was raised just uh, secular. My mom was raised Catholic. Yeah. And um, the agreement she had is with her parents, or her mom at least, was one that actually, I think is an old running Catholic joke. You know, <laughs> when you're 18, you can quit. And so when she turned 18, <laughs> she young, yes. and uh yes. And then her sister, you know, quit and everybody walked away. And then her mom went, all right, well, if you're not going to do it anymore, neither am I. And they all just sort of were done because after having 18 years of, you know, this is the way they were done. And so when I came around, they did not return and say, well, now we have to get the kid baptized. So I grew up not really understanding religion as I made clear up front with, I don't understand the differences. And so yeah, that's my background. Bear, what, what's your background? Did, did you, you if you want to share? Like that, that's why I'm not religious. Is I just was not brought up yeah. that way. And I did. I'll I'll share quickly with you. I did study the Bible under a priest in college for one year, and and he was it was a great guy. And We became friends, and we go out to eat and uh, great conversations. And he was very open with uh, the fact he said a lot of these stories in the Bible they're not literal. They're allegories. They're they're ideas. They're meant to spread. Ideas, um, and I thought that was great, but it didn't make me go now. I want to worship this, it just made me enjoy understanding it. I, I also took a, a higher level course in Buddhism, which I found mm. fascinating. Couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about Buddhism today, but I remember at the time I wrote a pretty decent, I got an A in the course, like I understood. <laughs> so I have flirted with religion too. And I like the idea of it, as I said up front. Yeah. But when push comes to shove, I always come back to the very end of, eh, it's all sort of silly, and, and maybe that's inappropriate. But I just, uh, I started with a questioner. I thought, oh, inertia. inertia. I guess was, and then I gave you my background, and inertia
2: then inertia meaning you're just stuck. There's nothing to push you off center.
0: Well, and I meant that in the sense of why religion keeps going is because it just keeps getting handed down and, and people just like, okay, I guess I'm religious. Barrett, what was your experience as a child and, and what brought you to where you are today?
1: I mean, my, my experience was pretty varied, I suppose. You know, my, my father, I believe, was Episcopalian. I think my mother, I think, grew up Baptist. I don't know. I didn't go to church much as a kid, except with my grandparents, with my parents every now and then, but really with my grandparents, or with friends. And I would say that it sounds silly now, because it's just such a ridiculously overused word, but I grew up more spiritual than I grew up religious, you know, but this is a Christian nation, so you can't kind of help but being indoctrinated to a certain degree, you know what I mean, with the Christian, the way that. Like it kind of seeps into all the movies and yeah. seeps into all the stuff. And the Bible is really just part of our popular culture to a degree. I, I So, you know, if I had to be anything, I suppose, if I were to choose a religion, like pick one, you know, yeah. I suppose it would most likely be Christian. Just because of be the most practical thing to be. Like, if I wanted to get in, see, like, I think there's a fourth reason why people have religion. And I think it's in, uh, well, we had five. I think that the inertia is part of it, but I think that the inertia comes from a place. Because I think we're not good. Like, I don't believe in original sin. Like, I think that's like a silly concept that we're born, you know, evil, but we're definitely like dicks. We're, we're not good. You know what I mean? Like we're not good. Like we need, like everybody who's willing to admit it knows that there's a side of them that's really not good. You know what I mean? Like we know that there's, there's a reason why there have to be laws against people pushing each other down flights of stairs and stuff. There's a reason why there's laws for that and it's because left to our own devices like we're not actually good. Do you know what I mean like it's a choice like when you do good in a day it's cuz you wake up and made a choice. Yeah. Like you choose to be good. You choose to do the right thing. You choose to make these things or or maybe it's just habit. You do it long enough that it becomes how you act on a regular basis, but I feel like religions function to me. If I look at look throughout history, is to kind of tame that that wildness inside of us that is not good. Do you know what I mean like if you look throughout history, the, the the things that humans have done to each other for thousands of years, up to today, mm. perfectly rational people running around the streets beating each other up in the name of whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like not what about
0: you know, just to go to the other end, what about all the horrible things done through the dawn of time up to today in the name of whatever religion?
1: I mean, right, like yeah, yeah right, like but I think that they start off, like the religions start off like Jesus is the king of peace, and yet within a hundred and fifty years of his death, they're slaughtering people in his name. They're killing the children of heretics in the name of the King of Peace, the Great Redeemer, right? (laughs) Well, listen, it's one of my favorite things. Sorry to
2: to interrupt. One of my favorite things is the point that you just made. It's actually one of the reasons I'm a Christian is I believe. See, I always look for um, inconsistencies or contrarian points of view within within a framework. And so, for instance, to me, I think if Paul and many of the other apostles for the first 80 to 100 years, got their heads cut off so that they could continue to tell that they saw Jesus be resurrected and that he is the living God. I, I think at some point in time, they would have said, nah, just let me keep my head. You know, <laughs> I'd rather not be decapitated and just move on. But, but they did believe. And so that mm-hmm. that's an aspect of what I believe to be compelling truth. Nathan, you made an interesting point too, though, about the, cause I, in advance of this um, opportunity to speak with you, I, I uh, did a little bit of reading. And it's interesting because one of the things that always comes up is the is the number of people that have been killed around the world because of religious um, battles, wars, what have you. But interestingly, um, from 1900 to 2017, there were 150 million people killed by atheist governments in the world. Yeah, that, but... So, I'm 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 saying that
0: came from from the Soviet Union in World War II. So and and,
2: and the Chinese. And no, I'm I'm saying that there are I'm not making the numbers up. There there are there's plenty of evil. Yeah, people we're not good.
1: We're not good people. We're We're not not, well we're we're not wired well. That (laughs) is
2: interesting. Like you actually caught me off guard with that idea because um I think that I tend to think we are good but that we are socialized into being selfish. And I think in America, it's worse than anywhere else. You know, hmm. and, and, and all of these little tribes that we're creating, there is no commonality. And it, it goes back to your earlier question, Barrett, about can Jesus be a part, can Christianity be a part of the solution to making America be more cohesive? I, I think so. I think that mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers do. You know, like we've got <laughs> to start, he's my favorite. Um he went to my college. I actually met him twice, but um <laughs> That's you know, awesome. You know, we need I think we need to start talking about how how we be kind to other people. However that comes about. Another another frustration for me and when Nathan said you had had an atheist on a few weeks ago, what I'm very interested in this whole transition from atheism to agnosticism to faith. Um I'm just fascinated by how, how deeply we tie ourselves to one of those names. Um, I know people who really are agnostic in the definition of the word, but they'll call themselves atheists. And to me, to me atheism is, an, is a tremendous arrogance. To suggest that you know for certain that there's no God of any kind um, is, is at least as arrogant as suggesting that I know that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and was here to save me. Uh, probably much probably much more so and but it's but it's not even that it's that a lot and i I read a lot about um dawkins and and even uh bill Maher and a lot of the new atheism that's coming about and i I, I like to think I'm a reasonably bright person, but I see again the bludgeoning of other people with weaponizing intellect um right. it's yeah. unkind. And, and it misses the whole point of faith, which is that we're all sad. We're all lonely. We're all trying to figure out how to make it through this life. And so if we can find something, if, if I have a belief in a God, especially if it's a kind God that welcomes everybody and that got me gets me to tomorrow, like I have suffered, um, depression, panic attacks and anxiety for 30 years, um, suicidal depression for a period of time. And I, um, and I've, I've gotten through it so far. And part of the reason I've gotten through it is that I've felt spiritually, energetically connected to the rest of the world in a little way. But in a way that was meaningful enough to me that I'm still moving forward. And so that's why I think that I, it's me. Sometimes atheism comes across like wanting to be the first one to tell kids there's no Santa.
1: <laughs> that was me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you. Yeah, <yeah, yeah>, <laughs> Well, that, that was Truman.
0: He actually, Barrett. I don't think you know this, but my uh, six-year-old told my eight-year-old there's no Santa because no, he was reading it. Calvin and Hobbes, and uh, in Calvin and Hobbes, he saw the parents like hiding the presents, and you know, stubbed his toe. And was like, oh, I can't believe we have to do this. Calvin's gonna wake, you know, whatever. And so he, says so what he said, he said, "There's no Santa." I saw it in Calvin and Hobbes. And I'm like, well, oh, good for you. <laughs> I do. I want to circle back to something you've said a couple of times about an accepting God and a loving God and and open to all. And especially when you went back to the the gay community, Um, this gets thrown at Islam a lot. And we we touched on that. We mentioned Islam. Mm. What what gets thrown at Islam is the, uh, hey, why don't you good Muslims condemn the bad Muslims that are uh, bombing? How yep. do you feel Christians should, I don't know how to phrase this, handle fake Christians, for lack of a better term? The Christians yeah. that you say, well,
2: gay uh, how and How should gay. I respond to them? Yeah, respond. I beat the hell out of them all the time, verbally. Uh, <laughs> the fake Christian. The, the fact is, it, it, it's not difficult to decipher what Jesus wanted. You know, I, I even dis—I discount the Old Testament uh, mostly uh, because I even in the even in the name of the new covenant, if you will, if we want to be uh, very religious. But I think Jesus would make it really fucking simple. Feed people that don't have food, put clothes on their backs um, in the richest nation in America, make sure everybody can get health care. Um, again, this is coming from a guy who's been a conservative Republican most of my life. I'm a fiscal conservative, but I, I st- I've stu- I stood by for far too long and watched other people that were in um, beneficial positions like I've been financially in my life sprout, spout their Christianity and then do nothing about it. And it's 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 uh, been relentless bullshit. And and I, it is on me to challenge them, you know. And I think that, and I do. Uh, pretty much every opportunity that I get, I ask people, what did you do for somebody that was poor? What did you do for someone that's less fortunate? One of the interesting things for me in this last presidential election is that Pete Buttigieg was my preferred candidate for a number of reasons. Not the well, least. Like caucus
0: I want yeah, to for him. Tried, Iowa tried to give Buttigieg to the world. Separate and, sec- uh,
2: Secretary of Transportation. Sec-
0: yeah. and we said we got a Secretary of Transportation, but.
2: But the guy's genius. He's kind, and I'll share something because uh, I think this is worth note. He was here in Iowa.
0: Wait, and me, there was, he, he's oh, he's also is, isn't he a gay Christian? I mean, I know he's gay, but isn't he also a Christian too?
2: That's where I was going. He was he was here. Yeah, you got it. Boom, mind blown. He was here. He was here in Iowa, and there was a man in the back of the room that uh, uh, used a, a a slur against um, Pete. You can say, say it. On, going. You know,
0: we're, we're already uh, canceled for many things we've said before. You can say. I just
2: don't, don't say those words. The really? other thing is, um, I'm sorry. You want me
0: to say it, and you say yes or no, because I'll, I'll let loose a, a string of slurs. You can ah, tell me. Ah, what it starts was.
2: with an F, but anyway. Uh, so, so he used a slur, and um, and uh, and he said, "This guy said you're not, you're not going to heaven," and 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 like he always does, Pete said, "Well, sir." I'm a Christian also, and I'm very thankful that God gets to decide the ultimate fate of my soul and not you. But I would also still like to be your president, and I would look after your family, and I would try to make Iowa and America better for your family. That's what a Christian says. That's what a Christian says. Pete Buttigieg is perfect Christian in my mind, and, that, and that's the, so that's the hope. You know, that 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 I spoke to earlier, Barrett, is that I think that I, I, I'd like everybody to talk about Jesus, even if it was from a mythological sense. Um, if they mm-hmm. don't believe even in his existence, which I could show you extra-biblically is true.
1: Well, let me answer you a question. Again, yeah, not trying to be contrary here. Yeah. But when you say you discount the Old Testament. Yeah. That was actually... Jesus's Bible. So what you're saying is the Bible that Jesus grew up on, mm. that is the foundation of his faith, ultimately, is yeah. one that you discount. Yes. Can
0: I jump in here quickly, though? Please. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, though, I mean, we're seeing that right now in a different way. That is what every younger generation does, is it tears down the generation that came before, which is right now we have millennials and boomers yelling at one another. So in a way, because there's one thing i remember from the bible is not jesus rent the curtain at the the temple and said all should have access to god because before G- jesus came along it was the um not priests jewish priests rabbis uh, the, yes. the 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 access to God was tightly controlled, and Jesus was a hippie who said, "No, there is no control when it comes to God. I will uh, all ac- all have access to God. So Let he me teach you about saw, God. he saw the Torah and said, This can be redone, which is brings me to something that I always find confusing, but you seem to have a handle on, Michael, is that I, I always find it interesting when Christianity sort of gets stuck in. Well, this is what the Bible says. It's like, well, everything gets edited for the present and/or the better. So, why can't Christianity say, "Yeah, that anti-gay stuff was pretty dumb. Let's just keep moving forward." Okay, so uh, no pork was—that's not Christianity, but still, was probably a trichinosis thing. You can have bacon. Like, just examine (laughs) everything that was said at the time and say, "Look, the parables, the teachings, the love—that's all still good. Let's not worry about the bullet points that are a little." off
2: the nuances i mean i i almost quit being a christian when i found out i couldn't eat shrimp uh you know really? from the old testament but uh
0: the, technically you shouldn't eat shrimp just because it's nasty see oh, i love
2: it i love it but 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 the truth is the old testament and jesus said this uh yes that was that was the bible of the people at jesus time but it, but to, from, from where i said if jesus was was in fact the son of God, then he pretty much gets to play by whatever rules he wants to, any more or less. <laughs> any more, listen, guys, it's my fucking ball, and I'm going home. You want to play? or not? Uh,
1: They're saying Jesus is
0: Eric Cartman. That sounds, <laughs> scary.
2: Yes. yeah, yes. So, so, so Christ and Christ, he did in fact say, This is the new covenant. What I bring is, I mean, he created a new contract, effectively. And, mm-hmm. and what, and as we said, whether he means You can get to the father through me, through emulating me, through practicing this way. It's your higher, it's the highest level of existence of your being. At the end of the day, I don't even really care what happens. If I die and there's it's just blackness afterwards, that's okay too. And and if I end up reconnected with this wonderful energy source that everybody's part of, which is kind of what I believe will happen, then that's beautiful. And if there's some sort of heaven where I get to see my grandfather, that's really cool too. But, but I, but I, uh, I want to I spend the rest of my life focused on things that help other people and, and do spread, spread love and, and challenging. I think it's important sometimes to stand up and, and get in the fight. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when people don't, when they're not behaving as Christians. You know, I, I, I often said uh, in the history of humankind, there have only been several items that were created as implements of human death. Right? I mean, they're not that many. Handguns are one of them. I was raised about, I was raised in a house where my dad was chief of police so we had guns all all over our house loaded guns. I've never owned them. I now I don't I I'm, I'm all for the Second Amendment and I want people to be able to legally own guns responsibly. but I ask my Christian friends this question and they can never give me a good answer. I'm like, do you suppose Jesus would own a handgun? It was an, it's an implement of human death. That was the reason that weapon, unlike a shotgun or a rifle was created. Was to kill human beings
0: isn't the comical answer usually that jesus would have owned a nail gun or something
2: <laughs> okay yeah so let him have nail guns let him eat cake but that's <laughs> that that's the stuff i look for these things i love this conversation because i'm i do i mean i feel a connectivity i love when i think about jesus it makes me happy when i think about our spirits being connected about the possibility that there is energy in the three of us that translates through this media and, and that you can feel a little bit of who I am and I can feel a little bit of who you guys are. I believe that. Like, I, I, I think if we actually pay attention, we're so much closer to each other than we've ever been. Um, but people don't want to do the right thing. And, and, and I I don't know if it's because we're bad. Um, I think it's because we're selfish. And I think we've been trained to be more and more selfish.
0: Well, I don't know that we've been trained, but I think that uh, people, uh, I don't like to blame, um, but they would say the, the media is liberal or right-wing, depending on the source. And I don't, I don't think it's either. I think it's sensationalistic. I think it just yeah. wants to scare us. And so, especially in more recent history, we focus on differences when that is detrimental to the whole. I, I tell Barrett this every week. I bring up my stupid high school friends, and I call them stupid because they are. And I, I think they're great. I, I I love them. They're great guys. And they have the IQ of a potato. And when we talk about the Packers or our kids or the old days, it's all great. We do. Generally, don't talk about politics, and when we do, it doesn't get heated. I just they they send me, you know, easily debunked things. I send respond with facts, and then they go away for a little while, and then we just talk about the Packers or what are you up to or how's work. When you ignore the two to three percent of differences in one another and focus on the ninety-seven percent similarities, it's so much easier. But you say trained to focus. I I think it's just we're we're being trained and social media isn't helping and I'm not even going to go down that path but you know as we've learned the algorithms that just put us in echo chambers where we're told we're right we're right we're right without seeking out opposing points of view and, and that 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 creates separation and it is very unhealthy and very damaging
2: i i ask my atheist friends and agnostic friends often you know like um a lot, a lot of the a lot of the people that I know that fall into the agnostic and atheist camps are among the more intellectually gifted people that I know, and I have real respect for their pursuit of science or their, you know, wa- wanting to not believe in you know the invisible friend or, I mean, I, some of it I get intellectually I do but I but I also think. I think sometimes they're not being honest with themselves, even about their own experience of being alive and the connectivity that we do all have. And, and, uh, and I also think I examine it and through the lens of, is it kind or not? You know, is it good for us to to argue with Christians who hate gay people for sure? You know, I mean, I'll, I'll beat the tar out of those people verbally uh, all day long, but, but I don't, want to take away hope from people that use their faith um, as a tool to get through hard times or also to find a better part of themselves. Um, Because the thing is, most of the folks that we encounter, like you mentioned, your high school friends, most people in America aren't terribly intellectually gifted. And and anything (laughs) (laughs) that helps them get to a little better place should be celebrated.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, when I talk about the the, the better place is, uh, you know, close the borders and make this uh, country more hateful. That's somehow a better place. And I but have that's
2: not Christian.
0: But I'm not saying they're Christian. Oh, yeah. I'm saying yeah. that they're better place. I, I even, I, I had an argument with one where I, I went and pointed out, and, and I'm I'm independent, I'm registered independent, I'm not Democrat. My Here's the funny thing, I, people on the woke left think I'm evil because I'm not woke enough, and Trumpers think I'm liberal because I don't worship the altar of Trump, whereas I'm just a normal middle-of-the-road kind of the road guy. Me too. Um, and so I, one of my, my friends that was voting for Trump, I pointed out, I said, look, you you have a small business that you own and run. You are you are your own business person. Yeah. So that means you need a good economy. Here are the facts. The economy has grown under Democrats, above and beyond what Republicans have done. And in recent history, Republicans have crashed it. Bush Sr. went let it led us into a recession. Bush Jr. crashed the economy. And look what Trump did. And by the way, the recession started in February before COVID. Go. And his response was yeah, but I just don't trust the Democrats. And I'm like, I, God damn it. You know, so this better place, uh, it, it's not a better place. And so it, it has nothing to do with Christianity, but something you said made me think of that. And because yeah. I'm stupid, I started talking and lost focus and I have no idea where I'm going now. So I'll shut up.
1: <laughs> Barrett, what do you got? I mean, if we're going to talk about Democrats and why people hate them, I give you a thousand reasons um
0: (laughs) we've talked about why people because they're so fucking smug and and
1: right i mean it's true i mean let's you know one of my friends came over yesterday and was ranting about how he was saying how nancy pelosi didn't want to sign the, the bill until january and he was saying this for months and then everybody said it was wrong now she just admitted that she's been holding off on signing over off on the stimulus package or some shit whatever i i don't know if that's true or not
0: true. in fact the opposite yeah. is we're going to sign a small bill because they know they'd get another one under biden so it's like they're right. people are saying yeah. oh the democrats aren't fighting hard enough and, and it's like they're just going to take something for now because people need it now and then biden will come in and help later so i don't think the the whole thing yeah. of now biden's in office we're going to sign i don't think that's true at all i've not heard I mean,
1: that. I am my my. What it always comes down to for me is the same thing with the atheists and all the uh, and and the hardcore Christians. At a certain standpoint, I, I have to wonder. The one thing that always puzzles me about atheists is why they care so much about because atheism to me seems to function. Other than that, it doesn't have a Messiah. It functions very much like a religion. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? In the way that there's like. A dogma, and there's a party line, and there's all this stuff, and there's the anger at the people who are not like them. It's like the amount of otherizing that happens through atheists. I'm like, well, that's not that's not good either. And and they bring up the point like that everyone brings up. They're right. right? People slaughter in the name of religion and things like that. And it's like, yeah, but they people slaughter in the name of all kinds of things, and religion just happens to be one of them. Yeah, And so I do, that, that you know, I, hold on, my Siri keeps on jumping in. Um, I do find it, you know, when I look at the way that the foundations of religion happened in this country, and I watch what it went through, I understand why people have real problems with it. You know what I mean? Like, there's real obvious reasons to have problems with Christianity. Not Christianity, with Christians, right? And, and you know, I used to work in a church, and that's what they asked me. They said, are you a Christian? I was like, well, yeah, I suppose. But, like, I said, my problem, the problems I have aren't with Christianity. They're with Christians. You know, that's who my issue is with, right? Yeah. I, I've read enough of the Bible and read enough of the words of Jesus to figure out he'd be a pretty cool cat to hang out with. You know, I probably like him. You know what I mean? Like he'd be in we, my foursome, right? Exactly, and and he's and he's good with the fish and the wine. So you know, like, yeah, like up the pot too. Right. Like, when,
2: when when people don't like, uh, when people don't, you know, when people are the Christians that don't like consumption of alcohol, the Mormons, for instance, don't like consumption of alcohol, but they like Christ. And I'm like, what was his first miracle? Yeah. He made wine, right? Right. Water into wine. Why Why did he make wine? Yeah.
0: Because a buzz makes you feel good.
2: Because they <laughs> ran out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: good, right? Exactly. Because
2: yeah. when
0: you're living under the Romans, you want to feel buzzed so that you don't remember. Yeah. You remember That's that sad. you're living he, under they, the Romans. They
2: Roman. drank so much wine that he had to make more. Yeah. <laughs> because
0: this what have good. the Romans ever done for us? The aqueduct. <laughs>
2: You guys are amazing. Uh, I really, I, 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 and I, am in no hurry, but I just want, I I wanted to say if I may, a couple of things like.
0: Sure. Well, before we are bumping up close to an hour and we we, we can go over, but it's like, we usually like to, I've, I've, I've watched uh, the video uh, insights demographic, whatever you call them. And, uh, even when i think a conversation is pretty compelling it sort of goes like this like oh you know like it gets people get (laughs) in the tooth and they i'll watch the rest of it later and they don't so around an hour is where it's a sweet spot
2: so i had i had a couple of other a couple brief things that i wanted to say uh just because if i get to take if i have an audience as a as a christian even in a very liberal sense of the word i want to espouse the things that i think are useful and like i said i think sharing jesus and what his message and way of life is 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 worthwhile today i i think if if all the people who claimed to be christians acted the way that christ wanted us to behave we would have virtually none of the problems that we have in america and probably throughout the rest of the world so so i i do believe there's some hope there that's the first thing Another thing, and this is a reason I'm spiritual. I love that you use the word spiritual because at the end of the day, spiritual to me means way more than Christian means. It means that you're constant, to me, you're constantly seeking connection with something Mm -hmm. that's bigger than and outside of yourself. And even if that's just other people, I think that's a beautiful word. And I I love that you said that. And, um, but what I would say is something that happened to me It'll sound crazy to make me look crazy, but maybe a year and a half ago, I was standing in the. I'm always looking for meaning and purpose in my life. And particularly being a survivor of, of, of long term depression, um, if you turn it into to about yourself, it, it gets goes bad pretty quickly. And one morning I was standing in the shower and I literally heard a voice inside my head that said, starting today, you'll be the best thing that happens to at least one other person every day for the rest of your life. And since mm-hmm. that day. Every day for me is a treasure hunt. I (laughs) I I wake up, I leave my house. I like that. I look (laughs) for somebody.
0: That's that's fucking beautiful. I really like that. (laughs) Thank you,
2: thank you. Every every day, I mean it. Every day, I I leave my house.
0: I have to be a dick because I'm an asshole. Do you ever cheat and just say fuck? I didn't do anything. Here's a buck to a homeless guy, and then you're.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I can't. Okay, you got me. What what I do is order Grubhub. (laughs) I order Grubhub and tip the guy a 20. That's what I do. If I get to the end of the day and I can't find something, that's what I do. Uh,
0: so on Black Friday, when I announced that all of my books on Amazon are on sale for cheap and you bought three of them, you're like, fuck it. I got nothing to do. I'm going to buy this asshole's books.
2: You are not my person. I can tell you you were not my person that day, but you're welcome nonetheless. So you sold five books.
0: Well, thank you for that. Yes, that was that was wonderful. That was yeah. uh, that was very. Uh, I think I got uh, you in with your wife. She's the one that actually texted me or not texted. Put it like, uh, is there something I should know about you and my husband here? This package of all my shit.
2: Barrett, what what my wife doesn't know is I've been trying to get him to have a cup of hot chocolate with me for two years. But uh, <laughs> that, then we get the global pandemic. It saved. It you.
0: Funny, yeah. As I was going to say, I've been blaming COVID for two years. Like that's ah, coming coming i'm
2: <laughs> going to have a pandemic
0: it's gonna happen i'm just it's been a hundred years <laughs> i don't leave my basement this this is how i interact with people like from the safety of a computer screen i and see you and howard who...
2: stern you and stern so so this so that's that's one thing that i like to share and since maybe a few people will see this um it's it, it seriously it's like a treasure hunt i go out and i look at people's faces and i try to find Somebody that looks like, hmm, maybe they could use some encouraging. My wife and I have been pretty fortunate. And so we, we, uh, I'm so sorry,
0: again, I'm an asshole, but when you say that, you see someone's face and you try, the first thing that pops in my head is like, you're just going, Have you found Jesus? Like, like I know that's not what you do, but like, no, I that's never where-
2: mentioned Jesus actually. That you know what? I'm gonna have to change my spiel. Uh, I gotta get more Zig Ziglar on these people, but um. <laughs> But no, that's what does, what does happen occasionally is that um, you do something good for someone. And I, I insist on doing it quietly, but sometimes someone finds out or they'll message you later and they'll say, you know, why, why do you do those things um, for other people? And because I, I believe in the continuity of the universe. I believe in the energetic exchange of the universe. I think that's God. And I think that's worth pursuing for all of us. And I think, I think it's worth encouraging other people to contemplate the possibility that there's something bigger than yourself and that there is an opportunity. And, and it maybe even that that energetic opportunity exists outside of space and time. And the hope that comes from that, that the people that we love, the people that die, the people that we know will die in our lifetimes, um, even our children, and we're gone. The fact that we can, we can sense some continuity with them and the comfort that that brings. Um, that that that's that's why I, I've adopted my faith. I guess at the end yeah. of the day, and um, and it's good enough for me.
0: I think that's fantastic. I, no I have nothing assholeish to say about that at all.
2: <laughs> <Frickling>.
1: <laughs> You're sweet. That's a first.
2: Yeah, I know. Oh
1: my goodness, but they're right to I know stay there.
2: Kind to me, Barrett. It's really <laughs> delightful. You have a fabulous face. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I didn't do it. My parents, you know, <laughs> <laughs> doing it. Yes, nope. indeed. <laughs> well, thanks
0: for coming yeah. on. I, I, I yeah. again, I don't like to speak for Barrett, even though I've so. But I, I think that we would both love to have, uh, have another discussion with you at some point Absolutely. in the future. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Thank I'd be you. totally. Into that. I, I you know, can, because there are I so many different
0: avenues we thing. can go down and different paths, and maybe, just maybe, I won't have to keep muting myself. Because whatever's fucking hissing in the background, could either of you hear it the entire time when I was muting myself? I went, okay, good. Hopefully, the mic isn't picking it up. But you know, the furnace shut down, which is nice because it's supposed to. But there's something just back there. <laughs> it's
2: probably a snake.
0: I I hate snakes. Oh, oh that's why I loved Raiders: of The Lost Ark as a kid. When I saw that, I'm like. My soulmate. He hates... <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't All call right. him a doctor.
0: Do you, do you, I didn't ask you this up front because I don't think to because you're not like Barrett and I. What, what I do here at the end is I'm going to uh, mention that uh, I'll pull him up. Let's let's change this to... I, I, can I do it from here? Yep. Mm. So, uh, Barrett uh, Antar Goodwin is the music, musical director of the Katie Henry Band. So, uh, you can, that can be found at katiehenrymusic You can Absolutely. also visit antargoodwin.com. You can that's find amazing. go ahead. You can find Katie Henry on Spotify, Apple Music, so you can stream her uh, songs, and that will be Barrett playing on them. Uh, else, you want to plug quick? Sometimes we try and plug a gig, but not
1: really. Oh, really coming up? Oh, uh, I, I mean, we have a we have a live stream. I think we're doing. January 9th. All right. We'll,
0: we'll plug that a couple times because we'll talk every week, but I'll, I'll try and uh, get more about that. Is that going to be a Facebook yeah, Live? Or?
1: Yeah. But we're gonna, it's going to be like a real actual show. Like we're going to have a space and it's going to be all decked out and it's oh, going nice. to be full, full band. So it's going to be fun. Like
0: Metallica did the couple times already. Yeah. all yeah, right,
1: it's going to be really
0: fun. That's what I was leading up to is – Anything you want to plug. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter? Do you want to put your Twitter handle up? Do you want people to follow you on Instagram? Or do you want to just be left alone?
1: Anonymous
2: father anonymous father of at least eight.
0: <laughs> so then I will make uh, myself big and ugly. Here we go. Hi. Hi, everyone that's my name down there and this I, I always get the camera wrong I always point to the wrong side because I'm yes, pointing
1: you just, like, just yes, yes.
0: Nathan timmel.com uh, that's where everything is you, you can look up Nathan Timmel on Amazon for the books I told you about and I have comedy on Apple music uh, and the same place that you're gonna find Katie Henry you're gonna find a bunch of my comedy CDs uh, albums whatever you want to call it so all right Uh Thanks yeah. again for joining us. Let's do this again yeah,
1: in uh, a
0: couple months so it doesn't become like, oh, they're talking about Christianity again. Let's, let's put a little yeah. space in between it and do it again.
1: Yeah, it was Thank really so fun. Much. Yeah, nice, nice to nice
2: meet you, you mate. I love, I love that you're a musician too. My my, Sorry, my little brother is an improvisational oh. comic. Okay. And he's a screenwriter in L.A. and he's a musician as well. Oh, very cool. So, yeah, I, I, cool. I and I would also offer if you ever do want to talk about Politics from the perspective of a of a conservative who renounced Trump. Uh, I, I love that too. So I don't know. I, 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 I would, I would be say that crazy. except
0: finally we'll be done with. Uh, well, no, because he'll be keep hanging around. Uh, we'll have to. We maybe we'll find something different to poli- uh, to complain about politically. Come January, let's uh, let's let's
1: Yeah. Let's just America, whatever you in come America, back. We'll, we'll have, we'll
0: have an open ended conversation.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, right, there's opportunities to practice patience in this country politi- politically, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. So. Thank and you guys so much for inviting me.
0: Give a, Thanks for uh, watching, everyone, or listen yeah. if you choose not
1: to watch. Indeed. I wouldn't blame you. See you. <laughs>